Welcome to the Chicago Golf Tour Podcast, sponsored by Sub70 Golf. Sub70 Golf is the number one direct-to-consumer golf equipment company based out of Sycamore, Illinois. By cutting out middlemen and unnecessary overhead, Sub70 products are roughly half the cost of other OEMs. Everything is custom-built, and they typically have one- to two-week turnaround times. With a full equipment line from driver through putter and options for everyone, go check out Sub70 Golf at GolfSub70.com. All right, folks, we interrupt this broadcast to tell you about the very best sports coverage in the Chicagoland area. Our go-to, that's Sports Mockery app. The Sports Mockery app is breaking Chicago sports news and rumors, covering the Bears, the Hawks, the Bulls, the Cubs, and the White Sox. Download the Sports Mockery app now, available on iTunes and Google Play stores. Back to the show we go. All right, folks, welcome back. We are back better than ever, Rob. How are we doing? Good. A little warm, but good. Rob, it's hot as balls out. <laughs> it's not, uh, it wasn't like this weekend. It's definitely a little scorcher out here. Oh, yeah. This whole week is supposed to be a scorcher, which is awesome. But um, now that we've moved to this new time on two, I kind of like it. You know, it's it's sunny out, but yeah, boy, is it hot out right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least you have a pool. True. We ran it this morning <laughs> early, like 9.30 a.m. It was great. Um, oh, I bet. Just got out, you know, maybe a half hour ago, but yeah, I mean, the, uh, the weather looks great, not only this week, but for this weekend, Rob, and yeah. from what I saw on the T-sheet, you're playing Ken Tigney, aren't you? Yeah, excited getting the round in, uh, looking forward to playing that course, um, loved it last year playing it for the first time. So, um, pretty pumped about that. Going to play, uh, Thursday for a little warm up. not there, got invited to Aurora country club. So I get Ooh. to get that. Oh yeah get to get that in and then hopefully I'm ready for Saturday. So nice. Nice. How about you I, when you're playing Kankakee? Uh, Friday. I'm playing Misswood tomorrow though. Oh, are you? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Out by me, huh? Or yeah. More past me. You know, the 40 man tournament that I play in every year. Yeah. The invitational sad, sad news. Uh, this year is the 20th. So it's a huge deal. Um, unfortunately with the new schedule, you know, days off, I couldn't, I couldn't make it. Mm -hmm. Um, but day two is at Misswood. So a lot of guys are going out tomorrow to play a practice. Oh, oh awesome. Yeah. So we got a good group, uh, Swings and the best brothers. So Ooh, nice. Yeah. There'll be some action. Oh, what time are uh, you going out for that? Uh, we're tee off at like three 30. So it's going to be a nice little evening and I didn't even put it together. It just, uh, you know, getting get that golden hour. Yeah, right. And then Friday, I'm playing the Elks on the last day, which is fine because the weather is supposed to be supposed to be great. Yeah. Um, Speaking about Elks, man, Timmy, huh? Holy crap! Knock on wood that the weather's fine. Uh, yes. Timmy shooting Timmy, the five under. Oh yeah, what what a round! Yeah, Timmy went absolute ham. Um, yeah. But yeah, Friday. 730, the Elks. I'm excited, man. Um, but back to Timmy, yeah. I mean, 500 is just ludicrous. Um, I'm I'm assuming that course probably fits his eye pretty well. Plus, it's it's kind of short, and Timmy's a pretty long hitter for being, you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's that's a that's a very I know we say it a lot, but that's a very scorable course. I mean, that's it's yeah. it's it's there for the taking. So. Well, he's also an unbelievable putter, but He's also pretty long too. So I'm, mm -hmm. I'm assuming he had a lot of driver flip wedges in. Yeah. 
um, put himself in, you know, the right spot. Um, yeah, he's dialed in right now, which is pretty scary. So, (laughs) yeah, but I'm going out with, uh, hook. Oh, nice. Yeah. I think, uh, his old man and maybe another guy, but yeah, Friday we're, we're going to get it in. So I'm excited, man. We got, we, we have a lot of golf coming up. You and I, we do, we do. I feel, I feel young again. I feel like pre-kid, even though it's not the case, but I feel like I'm getting a lot more golf than like I used to prior to that. We're both playing twice this week. And then of course, you know, next week we're heading out to, uh, Lasonia. Yeah. Which is going to be insane. Um, we will probably dive real deep into that, especially with side bets and we'll get some action going on next week's podcast. But, um, did you catch, well, this is a dumb question. I know you caught the open. Yeah. What, I'm, what uh, were, what were your big, thoughts? Uh, I'm sorry. Say that again. What were your thoughts? Oh man. You know, it was awesome waking up watching it. Um, I, I did wake up, I think like four or both days to start watching it. Um, but it was, it was really good. Sunday was awesome. Um, Saturday, you know, the only thing that sucks the downfalls of coffee golf, morning golf is that Saturday got, I got, you know, a little sidetracked. I tried to do a little, uh, carpentry on my, by myself with, uh, replacing some of the stuff on the deck. And I got sidetracked, took longer than I wanted. So I was going back between the deck and the TV in the garage, trying to catch back and forth. And I saw Rory's, you know, sick round. I saw Cam kind of mess up and I thought Cam was out of it. And then, you know, watching Sunday, I watched the majority of it Sunday. It was like, Holy shit. You know? Yeah. I, uh, I don't know where to start. So let's start here. Thursday, Thursday, Friday, didn't catch a ton of it, to be honest. Maybe an hour each day, Mm -hmm. if that. Really nothing Thursday. I caught about five hours worth on Saturday. Mm -hmm. And then I watched the whole thing Sunday. Um, The golf literally couldn't have been any better. I think, you know, uh, for what it was, you know, the 150th Open, um, Mm -hmm. I think it, it played out you know, just as good as it, it possibly could. Sure. Now I still have kind of the same feeling about that course. Like, so the, the let's talk about the pace of play. First of all, six hour, six, hour, six hours, six and a half hour round, what Thursday, Friday, like, yeah, that's, that's not good. It's bananas. Yeah. Um, did I think the course was kind of tricked up and especially pins on like Saturday, man, were kind of like, it was kind of tricked up. Yeah, I mean, it, the the thing that I thought was crazy was, like, the wind obviously plays a big factor, right? So, sure. like, it was interesting to see some of the holes where, like, the wind was against versus, you know, what, Saturday on 18, they were hitting irons off the tee. Right. And then, you know, yesterday they had to hit – or not yesterday, Sunday they had to hit drivers off the tee. It's just I, – I in the pin locations, yeah, I mean, to watch some of those Camp Smith's putts, like, with uh, greens and everything like that, how they were humped and oh man, but yeah, the, the pace of play sucked, but the overall, I enjoyed it. Like I thought I kind of like to see like the stingers, like Tiger with how Tiger was doing. I did feel bad for him because like, I was kind of hoping he made the cut. I knew he wasn't going to be there Sunday, but I was really hoping he made the cut. But you know, after that, the, you know, his second shot on toll on Thursday, I was like, oh crap, you know, type deal thing. So yeah, it uh, is unfortunate to kind of see him play the way he did, but um, nevertheless, it was good to have him back. Mm-hmm. You know, it would have been better to have him back for the entire weekend. 
Um, I'm glad he didn't stop on the bridge. I'm glad he kept on going. Yeah, I, dude, going back to the last podcast, um, I re-listened to that, and I'm like, there's no way he does. And then watching it uh, on Friday, I'm like, keep going, keep going. Yeah, yeah, he gave a little, he gave a little, and and now I kind of, I kind of understand it, which I, I figured that was a lot of people's point. Like he might not make it back there. Yeah, sure. But again, like, I I don't think he took enough time on the bridge or like, you know, made it, you know, any, any sort of, you know, there was no dramatics behind it because you don't know if he's going to be back. Right. Yeah. It was kind of, he left it kind of open-ended, which is fine. Um, But yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people wanted it to happen, which I don't know why. Right. Um, he's still, I mean, he was asked in the presser, like, me, retire? No, God, no. He's like, I still have a lot of game left. So that was that was great to hear. But, yeah, the, the tournament itself, man, I, I don't think it really could have went any better. I thought Sunday was awesome, um, yeah. especially, you know, the back nine. I mean, Camp Smith is I'm, just, that guy is out of it. I mean, he might be my favorite golfer right now. He's out of his mind. That putter, oh my God, the back nine was like, even, I mean, that 17, what did he have, a 12-footer to save par? Yeah. Like, automatic, absolutely automatic. Dude, he's an assassin around the greens. We've said it before with wedges, but yeah, his putter. And the the, the craziest thing about it, like, what was I reading the other day? Um, statistically, like, him putting outside of, you know, like, majors, um, not not really like a great putter. Mm-hmm. Um, and then even like his driver, you know, driving statistically, like he's not a great driver. He just, he puts everything together, you know, when it matters, especially short game, you know, the wedges coupled with putting when that guy's on, man, he's hard to beat. I mean, five birdies in a row, Rory had to be, you know, his, his, his butt had to be puckering a little bit, you know, especially after what, on eight or nine, Rory kind of missed that, uh, what, that 10-footer to go up four or five? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was, yeah. I think if that putt drops, I think we we, we might have a different uh, golfer of the year. I mean, it was – and then what? Rory had, what, 18 two-putts, right? Yeah. Like, the guy, he didn't play bad. No, he, no. He just didn't make putts. No. I mean, just – Cam's back nine was just he he lit the world on fire by that man. It was crazy. What about uh, uh, Cam Young though, dude? That drive on eighteen, dear yeah. lord, like yeah. freaking hitting that eagle putt. Like I'm Cam Cam Smith. I'm like you know that putt sitting over for birdie, even though it was short. I'd still be like you know nervous as hell. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Cam Young, man, he's gonna be a stud. Yeah, he's, what twenty five? He's gonna be around. He's gonna be around for a long time. Well, I mean, look at his drive on 18, and then Rory had to do the same thing, right? And came, what, 30 yards up, sh- 30 yards short? Right. It's just like Young could just freaking pound the ball. I don't know. See, I was thinking about that. It, it almost looked like Rory held off on that drive. Like he, he almost came up short as if, like, he didn't want to hit it over the green. But I was wondering, I'm like, why didn't he go after that? I think he just kind of mishit it. And, yeah. and, and let it up in the air. And, you know, um, you know, it would have been awesome for him to be on the green and, and maybe had like a, a 15 footer, you know, for the sure. top. Sure. That would have been awesome. But regardless, you know, the open was, it was everything that we wanted. Um, 
still think that the, the course itself was a little whatever, but you know, golf itself made up for it. And, oh yeah. You know, that whole, the whole town and everything. Like I, I, I did have a lot of jealousy seeing like all, you know, the golf people that we follow, right. The podcast influencers, all that were there, just all the stuff that they were doing around town and the pictures. I was like, Holy crap. That had been an awesome time. Oh yeah. I mean, they're talking about people walking through the town with like their bag and spikes on it, like right, right. that it's normal. Um, yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, speaking of Cam Smith, how about Cam to live for what? A hundred mil, 110 mil I'm, I'm reading. Yeah, it was uh, yesterday morning. I saw, you know, they said something about 90 mil on Sunday night, but like, you know, that if major, he goes, that major might've uh, upped his price. Oh, I had to have, but it's like, you know, he got what annoyed at his presser about the questions. And then I was laughing because like, you know, Andy at shotgun with Brendan were talking about, you know, how his response was, you know, my agents and my people are, you know, they're going to make the, the right decision or however they said it. It's just like, how do you not know what you want to do type deal thing? But if they get them, man, I, and how about that whole Paul Casey thing with the uh, group text going? Do you see that? I didn't hear about that. No. So basically they have a WhatsApp group message with all the live guys and yeah. they're all talking about how they're going to go play some, uh, the tournaments over in the Asian tour, but oh. all play the same tournament so they could strengthen the field and, you know, in turn, get more yeah. points for the world ranking. Okay. Yeah, I did hear about that. I didn't know that they had it, you know, in a, in a group text and yeah. leaked that way, but yeah, going back to the Cam Smith question, I, I mean, I get that. Mm-hmm. But what an asshole that reporter is. I mean, the guy literally just won the 150th. Ask him the next day, not five minutes after he wins the open. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, uh, heard you're going to live. Can you, you know, can you touch on that? Sure. I'd be like, get out. Of, I would be the worst presser professional ever. I'd be like, listen, man, get the fuck out of my face. Like, <laughs> how, about, how about you call me at 7 a.m. when I'm hungover? And then we have this conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I see that. I mean, I, I just, get it. They're, they're held to a higher standard and sure. You know, they, they do have to a- answer questions that they don't necessarily like. I, I get all that, but yeah. I mean, come on, read, read the room. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's a pretty special time for the guy. Give him a break, give him at least a day, but I get <laughs> your point. It was kind of a Brooks response. Yeah. Which kind of made it like, Oh, well, is this guy going to live? Well, then, you know, it, it sets up there. Like, you're, I, I hate calling him out because all his shit's been bullshit, that secret tour pro. But, like, he's talking about how Leishman, now it's Scott, so that they can form that Australian team for next season. So they have, you know, that all planned out. But I don't know. And then Stenson going over there, like, uh-huh. man. But the Ryder Cup, they're, you know, I, they're going to have to make some type of change for sure. Yeah, that's a, it's a bold move by, uh, Stenson too. And now he's saying he wants Sergio, you know, um, to be on his Ryder cup team. So, yeah, yeah. I know it was funny. I didn't see it, but again, they brought it up on a podcast with like Ron interview this weekend, this past weekend about like how he's hoping that they change their mind. Sort of I'm paraphrasing about Ryder cup. Cause like, yeah. how can you have Sergio play and stuff like that? So. Yeah. And I just, I feel like the Ryder cup should be more global anyways. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, speaking of of live, how about Faraday to 
That yeah. caught me off guard. That definitely caught me off. Guard. I kind of love it. I love Faraday. Oh, I love. I, th- I think he's great, and I think it's you know what they need, right? They yeah. need to start you know getting stuff like that to get traction for whatever their TV deal is for next season, you know, type deal thing. They gotta. I mean, because what they have right now is laughable, you know, right? I mean, so to get some more and nothing against um, some of some of them they have now, but yeah, Faraday's a huge score for that for the oh, yeah. next year. I mean, who they have now? It literally sounds like us standing in a room, <laughs> right? Just talking about the guy's shot, like there's, right, right. There's nothing behind it, and then right. um, I know last week it came out, but today, you know, I know it's heating up, but supposedly Barkley is, is meeting with Liv on Wednesday uh, to go over negotiations. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, I could see him kind of, you know, maybe for like guest appearances, but if, I don't want to listen to Barkley weekly on, you know, on golf. Like, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I see like if, and I'll plug somebody else, but like Andy's fried egg podcast. If you guys haven't listened to it two weeks ago, they like broke down the Portland event. Right. Cause one of the members, uh, workers from fried egg, I think it's Garrett. I think his name is, he went to the actual, he lives in Portland and he went to the event and he described everything that went on there. You know, like the concert S theme, the, you know, the, the games for the kids, the, the feel they're trying to experience for the, the people, the viewers there, not just on TV. Right. Yeah. So I kind of, I kind of see how, why they would go after someone colorful like Barkley, right? On that, that side sense. aspect of it. But yeah, I agree with you too. With like, you know, Barkley's there. I can see just like how you describe the match, right? Yeah, you'd be one of those that you have for the match, just for a gimmick. But I can see where they're coming for for that, though. Right now, that that does totally make sense. Now that you say that, and it's interesting that they're trying to, you know, make it kind of like a affair almost, instead yeah, of, instead of just a tournament, which is. You know, it's pretty cool. It's different, but yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, if Barkley's going, I mean, that's a huge name. Uh, I'm assuming it's going to be a ton of money. Yeah. Know, especially to pull him off TT, uh, TNT, which is, um, I'm almost positive, like the number one, you mm-hmm. know, sports night show there is. Yeah. So another huge grab. Um, Liv is making some moves. Another yes. move they're making. Did you hear? AT&T is rumored to be their first sponsor, uh, followed by Adidas. Adidas is probably going to come in and be the really? apparel sponsor. Yeah. I did not see any of that. Yeah. AT&T rumored to be, listen to this number, $1 billion per foursome. Wait, what? $1 billion per foursome. Come on. Swear, swear to God. That's, that's the number I read. They're supposed to be the first ones coming in. I can see Adidas because you got Sergio, you got DJ, you got all those guys that are, um, wow. 18. I did. I did not see any of that. I think, I mean, my question to you is then I haven't seen any more about a TV deal, right? Have you? No. So it's just like all this happening. Like where, where is it going to be for next season? Like what's it going to be on? I I can't see it still being on YouTube. Well, I think with all these moves that are making now, so you get sponsors like eighteen, sure. Adidas, then you know um, somebody comes up and, and picks you up. But right. to your point, no, I haven't seen anything. Um, and who knows? Maybe they, maybe Apple TV, maybe it stays on YouTube TV. I don't know. I mean, yeah. that's all stuff that I'm sure they're, you know, they're chasing right now. So I just, I just keep on laughing about it because the sheer fact of 
the reasoning is they want to spend play less events, be with their family more. But yet, if they're suing the tour to get the back to be playing on the PGA tour, and they have a fifteen tournament minimum requirement, then you're essentially playing your thirty tournaments that you've played in the previous years. Now you're just getting your money for it, right? Yeah, I don't know. See, I think they're trying to throw that out the door though by having live events count towards their schedule. I think they only want to go back to the PGA Tour just to play in, you know, the two other majors that aren't sanctioned by, you know, the USGA. But, I mean, it, to your point, it would make no sense for them to go play more events on the PGA Tour. Um, I don't know. I mean, everything <clears throat> everything right now with the, the sanctions and the lawsuits, it's, it's, it's kind of confusing. Um, yeah and where everything stands, but <clears throat> you know, nonetheless, the, the live is making moves. They're, they're getting guys, they're getting players. I mean, when we talked about this three months ago, did yeah. you think? I didn't think it would be this far ahead. No, no, I did not. No, not at all. I mean, yeah, it will be interesting to see what happens after the FedEx this year is over. See who jumps over. This is true. <clears throat> I think, I'll, I think a lot of guys are probably holding out. Yeah, to get the paid now and then, yeah, for sure. I mean, well, that too, but just to see kind of what comes of it. Um, <clears throat> you know, you, you'd kind of rather be the 20th guy to go instead of the first. Yeah, I just, you know, the other thing though, too, I think the more guys that come over, the less signing bonuses or whatever you want to call it, they're, they're gonna, it's not going to be as, you know, lucrative, right? I think it's going to be a little uh, diluted a little bit once more people jump over. Right, right. Uh-huh. So, <clears throat> Going back to the Elks there, Rob, we had our first ace in a while. I know. I saw that. That was great. Yeah. At the Kinky Elks, uh, Brent Mancuso, probably butchered that, but Mancuso, he holed out on number 12. He's going to be joining the pod next week Yeah, to talk about that hole-in-one. Um, I believe it's his first. And we- That was his first hole-in-one? I believe so. That's yes. awesome. Um, we heard about it via via Slack. Um, somebody shared it in there on the Southside Tour channel. Um, so I can't wait to you know dive into that and question him about you know if he had to buy drinks afterwards or what. Oh yeah, or shoes, or shoes. Yeah, yeah. or shoes. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Kinky Elks GM did reach out to me and let me know about it, which I thought was pretty cool. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's yeah. a that's a nice little short part three. Yeah. So can't wait for that uh next week but uh rob we're gonna dive right in to the boogie with t3m picks all right what do you like this week um to be honest with you i it was kind of funny you see everybody's tweets going like how can you go from the old course to tpc type deal thing uh-huh. it's like i i don't even know what's played i just still caught up on this past weekend i'd have to agree with you um i kind of like this course that they're going to though uh in Minneapolis. or yeah, in Minnesota. Yes. Yep. Um, I don't really know much of the field either. <laughs> yeah. but, I mean, just looking at T's picks, I'm kind of thrown for a loop here, but we'll jump right in. Okay. He's long shot, 250 to one. Norlander, Hodges, 150 to one. Gim, I know Doug Gim, yep. 130 to one. Svesson, 45 to one. And T's favorite, Gotter up, 45 to one. And you could book it with T. Have you ever heard of Gatterup? He's not that the guy from Australia that won last year, was it? I have no idea. 
Never, uh, never heard of him. But like looking at Norlander, that kind of that whole thing sucked for him last week. How about it? The alternate, and, yeah, going home to play in the Barracuda, and then you get you would have been he would have been in. Yeah, but you got to think about you know the investment. The well, I'm assuming money is probably not an issue, but I, I, more so, I guess the time, you know, to fly over there yep. and then be like, yeah, man. I mean, the chances of that happening were probably very very slim. I'm assuming right. that's why he didn't he didn't go. Um, but yeah, no, he was he was there, right? And he left. He left like the he left. He was already over there, and he flew back for Barracuda. Was he? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how it went. He was there, and uh, because what's his name Berger WD'd so that the guy ahead of him got in, and then someone else he he decided to leave, and then someone else I forgot who backed out or had to withdraw, and yeah, he would have been in. He was already there. He got in a plane and headed back for the Barracuda. Uh, see, I didn't know that. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. That, I mean, that's even worse. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I felt terrible for him. Like, if they, because they, that was all over Twitter on Thursday. Ooh. Yeah, that's bad. I, uh, I was not aware that he was already there, but yeah, I mean, getting you, getting your number called and, and not being there for it, playing the yeah. 150th open, especially, right. you know, a course that kind of fits him. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a tough look there. So I do have to say, though, I enjoyed like, I like how USA played a majority of it. The only thing that did suck was the whole Peacock situation. That's got to go. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about this all year. I mean, it's yeah. it's a joke how many times or how often you have to jump back and forth. Yeah. You know, to different stations to, to view golf. Yeah. And the golf channel is the only one that, you know, they cover it in the morning, but what else are they playing on the golf channel that's more important than the open? Eh, it's all TV deals, but I agree with you. I get it. Yeah, it's money talks. Yeah. Um, but we're going to dive right into the top three, Rob. Are you all right, ready for yeah, the top three? Yep. I want to know, out of the majors this year, which were your three favorite? <sighs> well, I mean, this weekend... Of, in terms of how they finished or... Yeah, I mean... Well, Sunday was awesome. Um, so I had to go to the open, obviously heard that'd be number one. And then Sunday finish for Fitzpatrick at the U S open would be number two. And then, I mean, you can't masters is going to be in the third slot. I mean, I favorite tournament of the year, it keeps off the year, but golf wise, you know, the U S open and the open this past weekend just were like the Sundays were great. It was just awesome golf to watch. I'd have to agree with you. I think, uh, maybe for the first or second time ever, we have the same top three. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, my, my hate for the link style and in that course, the golf was exceptional. Um, even Saturday was awesome, but Sunday was just ridiculous. I mean, glued to TV, it's everything you want in a major fireworks, you know, Rory, you know, it, it kind of had Cinderella story. And then Cam Smith as the villain came in last minute and said, not so fast. So when do you think he cuts his hair? You think he's just going to keep it like that now? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Why not? I mean, guys on fire. It's, it's working for him. Right. (laughs) The, the pictures afterwards, the portraits, <laughs> all the gifs and everything afterwards, you know, <laughs> Joe a, lot Dirt. Joe, a lot of Joe Dirt's, a lot of John Daly's. Um, 
<laughs> they were hilarious. And then I thought it was hilarious that he, you know, actually responded to the question about how many beers fit in the trophy yeah. um, while he was in the airport, looked hung over. And then did you see the picture of him putting yes. the, yeah. the trophy uh, in the overhead? I can't believe that would that case would fit in the overhead. Same, but that like, trophy is a lot. It's a lot yeah. smaller than yeah. I would have thought it would be. Yeah, but uh, until then, Rob, we'll uh, we'll see you next week, and we'll uh, we'll see you in the fairway. See you in the fairway, Tom. See you, buddy.